everyone, and welcome to Season 3 of Meet Me in the Quad, a UVic student life podcast. My name is Briar, and I will be your host for Season 3. I am currently an undergrad student in the Faculty of Science in my fourth year, and I'm happy to spread some information with you regarding student life. I want to acknowledge that all episodes are recorded on the traditional territory of the Lekwungen peoples, the same traditional territory upon which UVic stands. I also want to acknowledge the Songhees, Esquimalt, and Wasonic peoples, whose historical relationships with this land continue to this day. I am so grateful to have the opportunity to learn, work, and play here every day. And today we're going to be meeting with Maya. She is a fourth year political science student at UVic, and she's going to be telling us her experience living off campus. She's going to talk about how she found places to live and what to consider when house hunting. She's also going to talk about her experience living with roommates and the important things to discuss when deciding who to live with. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, Maya. I hope you're doing well today. Could you please introduce yourself? Tell us a little about where you're from, uh, what you're taking in school, and what year you're in. Sure. Um, my name's Maya Lubel. I'm originally from Montreal, Quebec. I moved to BC from my 12th grade when I went to Vancouver with my mom. And then I just went straight into Victoria and Prince lived on campus from uh, for first year in Hague Brown and then lived off campus for my second and third year. Um, I'm currently living in Vancouver with my parent, with my mom again due to COVID-19. Most of my classes are online plus the apartment I had in Victoria was flooded out and wasn't livable anymore so my um, building manager let me out of the rent. I'm in fourth year in political science and I have a minor in Holocaust studies and I'm graduating this semester. Cool, that's exciting that you're graduating. Exciting, but a little scary because like you don't realize how much stuff you have to do before you get to the finish line. <laughs> yes, that's very true. And uh, being that it's COVID, it's kind of a weird ending as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's strange. No communication ceremony, just a box with like my <laughs> diploma in it. Yes. So I know you shared a little bit uh, already about your current living situation. Uh, could you share a little bit about your experience finding a place to live in Victoria? Um, Def- I think, yeah. Definitely. That was, I would say like my first experience when I first um, was in second year, I would say definitely it was like the house version of Goldilocks <laughs> where it's like had to like go through is first of all like I never had an apartment I was looking for it was a roommate and we actually started really late because like you actually should like start looking for apartments as of April we started around June so it's like we're only late, so we like we're looking for places using Kijiji, um, the places for students website, and also using the Uvix uh, off-campus housing Facebook page, and we ended up with four places to look at, and we brought our parents with us, which is actually a really good idea, from like especially if you've never been like ever run to the place because they'll mm-hmm. realize stuff that like I didn't realize it was like what I was like really looking for was like transportation there's a washer and dryer that there's 
it doesn't cost that much. I also was looking for a kitchen and just a separate bedroom. Those were like what I really wanted. And we went to these different places. Like one of the first places we found was this really creep. And we went and found this place where they were supposed to supposedly be giving, um, renting out two bedrooms for us in this house that these people lived in. And as soon as we got in, we realized there was this really creepy vibe to it. Oh, no. And it was like this guy really was into wanting two girls there. And the fact that we had to walk up all these stairs to get to the room where we found out it wasn't actually two bedrooms. It was one big attic space. And the door didn't lock from our side. It locked from outside. And that, like, actually opened up. Like was like we all were like we all wanted to run, especially <laughs> after we saw the grand um the Santa Claus in the basement. We were like we're done, but but that like really didn't open us to like the fact that like aside from like what I need like what I wanted the fact that like for girls but like anyone in really you want to make sure that if that the doors locked but the doors lock on the inside where you can actually control it. Mm-hmm. just because you don't know these situations you don't know these people yes oh, yeah. that's so true yes I, wow I'm yeah. sorry you had to go through that that's terrifying oh yeah like that was like the first one that was like the like first bear that like we experienced then like our <laughs> next one was funny it was in their house where we would be renting two rooms and the print sharing was the owner we didn't meet the owner because they seemed to be on vacation we, we met their a daughter and that was also interesting because the fact that they had a lot of hookahs around their house so we were like do they smoke a lot because we're not actually it's like we're not smokers and then we found out that they do parties like they do huge parties at different times of the year and it's like not sure if that's what I want as a student (laughs) as a student and like the biggest thing for us was that like found out that after the parties, we were expected to help clean the oh, parties. Interesting. Even though we were at them. So it's like, I don't want to clean after someone else. Yeah, I'm that's after really, my stuff. Yeah, that's weird that they would expect their attendants to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then, then it's like, I like the last one before the one we actually accepted was this one where we would have the whole basement of the house which was nice the, there was locks on the door that we could control um fringe it was pretty open space we could place our furniture in the only really thing that like was like no to us was the fact that like we had to go in like from the like basement kind of area and then the washer and dryer we would be sharing with them so we would have Mm -hmm. to go upstairs and they told us a funny thing where we had to let them we had to message them before we went upstairs to use the washer and dryer because one of the people living there might be walking around naked oh so that was like really (laughs) awkward strange to us so we were like all right not really what we want to know like what we want to do washer and dryer okay, getting a little bit closer but not quite yeah <laughs> yeah so then we thought we found like, the best of all the crazy options which was this one where it's um 
where we would we would have the first floor of this house the landlord would be living upstairs and the wash and dryer were in our area which is nice we had a large kitchen we also had a living room space and we had two separate bedrooms a bathroom and the only really downside was that the landlord would be coming into our place for doing the laundry but that seemed okay to us mm-hmm. and it also was one of the cheapest ones for us and it was in a nice name it was in like a nice area for us at that time that we thought so we went there and then like as after we rented it we noticed like certain problems like the fact that um they had they were only wanting us to wash laundry once a week on a specific day and we couldn't wash laundry on certain days because that's when they wash laundry and also if we did more than three loads of laundry we had we were charged what bucks yeah so there was like that that was like that is interesting yeah that's strange all good things to look out for i guess all the questions to ask oh yeah it's weird that they wouldn't say that up front yeah like also we found out later like um it would be 25 bucks if we had someone overnight what yeah and that was kind of like uh well that's kind of like i have to ask you permission to have someone over but it's like what about i'm just being in the nice friend where my friend might have just gotten a little too drunk yeah party and i want and i take them home with me to lay on the couch to sleep it off yeah wow I didn't have to pay 25 bucks for my good deed. It's like, that was like, ouch. But then like, we had to deal with, like, we, we knew there was a dog, but we just thought like, all right, it's fine. The dog won't bark that much, it seems. Because the dog was pretty quiet when we met the dog. But then it's like the dog barked endlessly into oh, like no. 1 a.m. And it's like, great. Should have told him you charge him 25 bucks every single time the dog barked till 1 a.m. <laughs> and that was the thing was, we did ask them multiple times, like, can you please, like, ha- keep your dog quiet after, like, 11 p.m.? Yep. Because we actually have to sleep. I've got exams in the morning. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And it was also, like, just a bad situation because we knew it was illegal. The fact that it was in their basement, the fact that we were using the backyard to get in also the fact that we couldn't get mail that was like really big things that just like was like ringer reno was a legal place they didn't charge you for the mail too did they <laughs> no 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 well the fact that like we couldn't receive it like i never i told my mom like don't send me mail here true i i actually asked a friend if i could get my mail sent to them just because i was worried about like if mail came to my door which is actually their door they might look at it yeah i'm not sure that they won't open it yeah that's true oh that's so scary yeah like that's like the things that i looked for like looked for and like really experienced when i was uh, for my first one then in like third year we like actually no second year because we actually exited we um we quit our lease in second year at like in December because we cracked yeah during exam period we're like this is it I can't deal so we like we're like here's 30 days notice 
we're leaving as at the end of December. Yeah, and, that makes sense. And that was the thing was like, we, I had actually been looking a month before we gave a month's notice. And I looked in different places this time. Like, I didn't use Kijiji. I didn't look, use places for our students. Because even though it is a really good platform, there are like those situations where the creepy house that like we went to first, that was on places for students. So that was like mm-hmm. really bad. I still used Uvic's uh, Facebook page about like off-campus housing. That actually was good, but like it didn't really work out for mm-hmm. my roommate and I. Really competitive was, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that was like the biggest thing was I was like so competitive, but the most change that I did the second time I looked for a place was I actually went to property management and mm-hmm. went to like actual rent like actual apartments that were being rented to like see like how much would it cost me and also like, like what would I get yeah is I had that like I had I don't know why I had like this idea that property management was bad I shouldn't I shouldn't do property man like go to property manager and try and rent a real place from them when I first like was looking for a place because that's what like it seemed my like when like I was in dorms my CLs had a whole thing for like off campus and they never mentioned it so like maybe so I thought maybe property managements aren't good for students and then like as I was looking at different ones in Victoria, I was like, actually, they're the best. Like, there's a bunch of students here. This is actually like my community. Yeah, and they make it more safe. Like, I real like I realized different things based on like living there. That like I actually wanted um, there to be lights mm-hmm. on the streets. That like when I'm at home, I actually wanted there to be a sidewalk because that was like a big thing. Was my first place we were living in there was no sidewalk and there wasn't lights after mm-hmm. you went past like the big road that had the bus on yeah that's huge and that was like, really scary because I worked late at Evix of food services and mm-hmm. one time I came home really late and as I was walking down the road I saw two shadows coming up to me oh, and I man. saw there was two people and I was gonna be scared that they might jump me and then as I'm getting close, I realized, nope, they're not two people. Actually, it's kind of a little scarier for me because they're two big deer. Oh, my goodness. Coming up to me, I'm like, okay, how do I <laughs> how do I get around these people, like these deer? And especially, like, just that thing, like, it's like not, it's almost midnight. And I have to deal with deer coming at me. And, like, I don't know if, like, there's people and all that just because it's so dark yeah and like I was running to like having a real entrance at that time that it was secure because we had to go through this like rusty gate to the back and I accidentally got caught on the gate multiple times so I was like I want a real entrance I want lights I want sidewalks that makes sense. So, like, yeah, but- living when you were living in Vancouver, like during the summers with your mom, uh, was it hard to see like potential places to live here in Victoria, or did you just come over um, every so often? Um, when that was the thing, once like we scheduled the places to see 
in like like a couple of days like we did a couple of days and we have friends um, my mom's has friends in victoria so we stayed at the friends for like a week while we were looking at these places that makes sense yeah but no like it was it was hard like i can imagine what it is for someone who's living oh not close to victoria yeah, like across the country not even here. vancouver yeah. but like it is hard because you don't see it and the pictures that you're given they're not always like what you actually see (laughs) no that's for sure yeah um so was transportation a factor where you were choosing to live uh did you have a car were you taking the bus to school how did you figure that out oh yeah transportation at least for me was a really big factor I was planning to to take the bus or bike this is like you get a bus pass with your tuition. Mm -hmm. Might as well use it. And that was like a big factor for me. I stopped using the bike pretty soon because it was just like, like the fact that like where I lived, the streets weren't really safe to bike. So it's like, I either had to go uphill to Ubik or downhill to Ubik. And it just like, I realized I'm doing political science. I actually have a lot of textbooks. I cannot move, take them yeah. on the bike. And also, like, the fact that, like, I like, was working at Ubik Food Services. I might, like, come home at 9 or 12 yeah. at night. I don't want to bike at that time. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that was the thing with, like, that's just really what I wanted to do. And then, like, I actually, like, realized certain things that, like, helped me with later when I moved to different places in third year and also at the end of second year was that like I don't ever want to live in a place where I have to like change buses because that's like really horrible especially when when you either just have a class late at night or have to work late at night because then like waiting at that bus stop to get to your next bus is so it's just like it's that thing where like I'm scared someone might walk up to me I'm it's like that whole thing like I have no clue maybe the bus will come in 10 minutes it might come in an hour it <laughs> yeah maybe it won't yeah <laughs> it's like, it might never come and that was like horrible like because like I was like freezing and it's like I'm really just wanting to be home and like that was the thing like I realized was like I need a direct route where I only have to walk maybe a couple blocks to my house mm-hmm. yeah and like also like learning that like certain uvic buses say they take yeah. you to uvic but then actually they stop at like 5 30 yeah mm-hmm. yeah that well that's a big one for me i live out in langford so trying to figure out how to bus all the way down takes about like uh, at least 45 minutes yeah and they, they're only going in like the morning and in the evening like there's no in between so yeah. i i definitely feel you on that one some are more reliable than others too oh yeah and like the biggest thing i realized was like i had r- moved right before and uh, there was the big snowstorm in like 2018 and I realized that like certain buses don't work in the snow and Mm -hmm. that was big because like if I had not moved one of the buses that wouldn't work was the one that was going to go up to Gordon Hammer where my old apartment was and I was like okay so then I would have been able to go home using the bus I would have helped a taxi would have taken me up there while like 
because I was living in Oak Bay, the buses actually did take me to Oak Bay. Like they mm-hmm. were able to get down because it wasn't there was no hills. Like that was like right. interesting things to like realize. Like I needed to know. Yes, that was very true. Especially, I mean, living here, there's not a ton of days with snow, but at the same time, because there's not a ton of days with snow, we're not really that equipped to handle them. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure you you uh, are used to living in Montreal that uh, the city probably actually knew how to handle snow. Oh, so the like, city didn't shut down as much as Victoria does. Yeah, like that was like the biggest thing for me. I was like, that real, like I never had a snow day until I got to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like snow day. And I'm like, like, what is this? <laughs> and I'm like, what is it? And then like the realization that like you shut down yeah like the fact that the buses don't run on certain routes because the hill is too high and they can't get up that hill i know it's like <laughs> what but like you're able to do this without snow you should be able to do it with snow if they just shovel yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah like that was like one big thing but man like it was just like late night like realizing if you work like late night the buses are like you're almost one of your ways that you need to get home but like i'm like realized only like on friday and saturday it that's when there's actually midnight and past midnight bus times mm-hmm. it's sunday they don't they stop at 11 i think yeah. <laughs> like that was the big important thing for me because it was like oh great i have to make sure i run from my work to the bus but to catch that bus or else I'm not going home by bus. I have to actually take a taxi <laughs> and waste money taking taxi. Yes, exactly. Yes, all very important things to consider when looking oh. for a house. So uh, I know you said currently you're living at your, your mom's house because of COVID. So maybe non-pandemic situation. Uh, what is your experience with the roommates um, having them and not having them? Oh, man. I had one roommate, and I would say after having that roommate, uh, have you ever watched Big Bang Theory? Yep. And you know that constant joke about the roommate agreement? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and how, like, Sheldon appears so crazy because he's got a roommate agreement? It's like, man, after living with a, this one roommate, I could tell you, the roommate agreement is needed. <laughs> you yes. feel this crazy until you have like that one roommate that just like pull like pushes all your buttons and you're like, yep, I need it. And it was kind of like the same thing with me with this roommate. I didn't really know her. I met her from like through classes. We shared two classes together. So we talked. Mm-hmm. She was friends with a person I was living in dorms with. So we hung out in dorms kind of thing, but we didn't really know each other. We talked. We seemed to have the same ideas of what, like, what type of apartment, like, roommate situation we liked. Mm-hmm. So we were like, why don't we be roommates together? But, like, but then, like, there was, like, just things that happened. Like, the fact that, like, we had a verbal agreement of what to do. But then in, in months, she broke that verbal agreement. hmm what kind of things did you have on on your agreement or like that you would have on your agreement now going forward oh i would definitely be like shared items like food but also like just like toiletries uh cleaning supplies if you need Mm -hmm. to really make it clear 
do you buy it separate? You each person buy it buys it separately, and you don't touch each other's things, or do you buy certain things like just the cleaning supplies and maybe toilet paper together? Mm-hmm. And you agree, you split it half and half. Is that becomes a very big problem because that was like something that my roommate and I had agreed that it would be half and half. And everyone was like, I was buying a lot of the stuff for myself because she didn't ever contribute. Mm-hmm. But then she still used half my stuff. Mm. And so I actually had to keep my toilet paper in my room safe and like very sure. Like, you have to get your own toilet paper because I'm not paying. Yeah. I'm paying for this toilet paper and you're wasting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally fair. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, you also have to deal with like, food situations like if you're someone like me who has like food allergies or you have food require like restrictions based on religion it is so important you actually make that clear to your roommate mm-hmm. is I once walked into my apartment after my roommate had cooked with peanuts and I'm like really allergic to peanuts oh no and she hadn't washed everything, but it was still like smelling so much. She hadn't turned on the fence. She hadn't opened the windows. I like almost went into anaphylactic shock because I could smell it. I had to go in my room and open the window in my room and actually like turn on the fan to try and like stop myself from not breathing. Oh my goodness. And I had told my friend, like, if you have to use something that I'm allergic to, please turn on the fan. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't smell it. It's not even asking. It's not even like you're asking her just not to use it. Just be yeah. respectful. Yeah, totally. Because that's the same thing. If if I'm like at work for like hours, I wouldn't mind if you use peanuts at cooking. I just really don't want to smell it when I get home. From yeah, work. totally. But like I like I'm pretty religious, but I have friends who are more religious than I. And I remember talking to them about their roommate situations. And one big thing was. One friend who was religious, she could not eat pork. Mm-hmm. And she actually had to make sure that her roommates understood that they could not use her utensils when cooking because they might be cooking with pork. Right. And then that would be like, she would have to do all these things to clean it before yeah. she couldn't use them. Mm-hmm. Like that's like so important for you. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So going into the uh, the subject of cooking, <laughs> were there things that you had to learn, like, once you moved out on your own, like, like cooking? Did you have much experience cooking? Oh, yeah, like, I I had experience cooking. My family really was, like, kind of, like, teach the kids how to cook. I also took cooking classes in <laughs> 12th grade <laughs> that helped. And I knew how to grocery shop because I went with my parents grocery shopping. Like, I knew that, but, like, the things I actually learned was, like, how to um, put together furniture. Actually, find out, like, where do you get cheap furniture? And finding out, like, thrift stores or, like, Vinnie's, which is, like, a, a Salvation Army thrift stores type of thing. That's a good place to go because it's good furniture and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. And if you buy a certain amount, they'll also deliver it for you. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. That was like the thing that we like found out was like, if you buy like about a hundred worth dollars worth of things, you can ask them to deliver it. And it was like, yes. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> Especially when you don't have like a truck or something to put all the stuff in your yeah. car. 
Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know yeah. that at all. Yeah, like I think the biggest thing I learned how to do, aside from learning how to remove a doorknob to replace it with a doorknob that had a lock in it, was paying my bills and learning mm-hmm. how to pay rent. Yes. Like you would, you'd think that would be easy, but then like you realize how hard it is, and like that's like one reason why I definitely say like go to like property managers instead of doing the legal thing. Is for property managers, you pay rent through a system that you know, like they will receive this rent, and then they can never say that, like, you didn't you pay didn't me the rent, it. charge pay me again. Yeah, like, you need some sort of proof. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that being a thing when I had an apartment um, with an actual landlord who we had, we had yeah. to give money to. And I remember what I thought was really interesting was when we had to get a subletter for the summer and who the subletter was supposed to pay I thought that one was really confusing like were they supposed to pay us and then we pay them you know yeah. I I thought that one was a really yeah. interesting one like that was the thing that I really like about property management it's like when you do subletting they're the ones who actually do a background check and a security check on the subletter so that like you can make sure like this person can pay you yeah totally yeah but no like learning bills like the whole idea like Finding out, like, if I had not found a place that had hot water and and heat free, I'd have to have paid for that. I had to pay for electric. I would have like that was the thing was like I only had to pay for electricity and internet. I was lucky enough that I did have to pay for hot water or heat. But like just thinking about those like bills also, and just like like that's going to be almost like over two hundred dollars yeah. for me a month. Yeah, true. And, like, that was the thing was, like, just, like, realizing, like, the internet that I thought was good actually was too much for me. Like, right. 300 gigabytes yeah. I do not need to use. I barely use 300 gigabytes. Like, right. there's, like, no way to get there because I'm at school most of the time. Right. Except for nowadays when you probably really could use yeah. gigabytes. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're stuck and like at home online all the time it's like 300 gigabytes is like not possible to use even with like two people maybe it was more people you get to like 300 gigabytes was right. it was like two of like we always were like at 150 and wow. like that's the thing of like we could have actually had a different plan that was less mm-hmm. yeah that's good to know too yeah were there other any other important factors like you've come across when house hunting? Like what are some other things you've learned along the way? Oh yeah, like a lot of stuff when it comes to like roommates. Like you wouldn't realize how important a bathroom situation is until you have to deal with the fact that it's like two p.m. in the afternoon. You may have to go to the bathroom, and your roommate is taking a forty-five to an hour shower just randomly in the afternoon and it's like that whole thing like maybe you don't want to do a shower in the afternoon maybe you want to do a shower in the evening yeah (laughs) morning since we only have one bathroom and we have to share it yes yeah like also cleaning cleaning is so key I cannot tell you how important cleaning is because it gets annoying when you are the one who cleans and your roommate stacks up their dishes and doesn't clean and it's like 
It starts smelling. <laughs> Especially how important too cleaning is for mental health, uh, too. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's like you can't even control it necessarily. That is tough. Yeah. And but man, then there's like certain things like you learn as you go when it comes to um um like apartments. Like you realize like it's not a good idea to actually rent a basement or one bedroom apartment is you hear everyone above you mm-hmm. also if there's a flood everything goes to you yes your place gets the biggest flood as you area. have experience with now <laughs> yes and that's the whole thing was like the flood that happened in my apartment which devastated it and made them have to tear everything apart which is why they broke my lease mm-hmm. was because it was from upstairs. It was from the third floor, and it had backed down all the way to oh, me and tough. flooded my kitchen. And the ki- kitchen flood went all like to like my bedroom. Oh no! I hope your stuff was okay. Oh yeah, like that was the thing. With like, luckily I had like prepared it for subletting, and then it was like that realization right. of like I can't sublet it now. Yeah, totally. It's interesting that you mentioned the um, hearing everybody upstairs because <laughs> I remember in my in my very first year of university, I lived on campus and I yeah. I had someone that lived above me that liked to lift weights uh, oh, in yeah. her room uh, <laughs> like super early, like five or six a.m. And instead of like placing them on the floor, she dropped the weights on the floor, and it was so loud, super early. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like that's the thing. It's like. And hey, Brown, like, I was used to that noise of, like, people running up, like, used to it. But then, like, when you were in an apartment, like, you realize, like, just how much you can hear the people above you. Yes. Like, you'll know, like, in a week, if they're really loud, you kn- will know when they turn on their TV at night. And you can track their, like, when that TV turns off yeah <laughs> you'll be able like the worst thing was i had one case where we could hear if we were in the kitchen we could hear their conversation at the dining oh, table that's tough <laughs> it's kind of like i don't need to feel like i'm in your dining room right now yeah imagine you turn right. your own tv on and you're like please distract me from this <laughs> yeah like just like those things like man like biggest thing for me was like i knew how to cook i knew how to grocery shop but I forgot how, like, I, it took me a while to remember, like, I actually have to remember to schedule to get groceries. Yes. Yes. I once, like, came home after, like, working until midnight and, like, when, like, went to, like, get a late night snack and realized I don't have any food at all. And I had to, like, eat something that, like, was, like, in a can that I had, like, a canned soup yeah i actually i actually like grocery shopping and i feel like i have like i can make meals and go oh yeah the week will go by so fast i'm like do i really have to go again already do i have to do this forever this just takes so long (laughs) yeah like that's the thing is like i'm the person who like i buy two weeks worth of stuff because then i then i place a lot of stuff in like um containers so i can eat that for like my lunch and all that right but I, like I forget like but that was like the thing that my mom like gave me that was like so good and useful was my mom gave me a roll a roll cart like one of those carts yes. that the grannies use yeah yeah totally and as much as you feel like maybe a granny because you have it with you and it's so useful because you can like stuff 
about like a hundred dollars worth of stuff into one yes. of those carts yes i remember i had to like i took the bus from cam- like from the campus i was at uh to the walmart and then i had to buy my groceries and then i had to hold all the groceries back on the bus and carry yeah. them all throughout the campus so that is actually really smart yeah and that's like the thing was like i knew a lot of friends of mine like go to walmart but actually like there's like much more healthier choices to go to like save on yeah so exactly really healthy and it's a fair price like yeah compared they to got a lot of options for uh like dairy-free gluten-free i've noticed yeah in most places yeah yeah and like their vegetables are really fresh it's nice and you can find it most areas in victoria like you don't have to worry about yeah like finding it when like walmart you have to go all the way to uptown so that's like horrible if you're at like downtown areas like yeah there's there's actually a grocery store right there. Go to that grocery store. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us on the podcast, Maya. It was great to speak with you. You gave so much good information for students uh, finding uh, housing off campus. Yeah, it was really fun to talk about. I'm so excited to do this since I want to help other people have a better experience than I did. Yes, totally. Well, thank you again and have, you. have a good rest of your semester. You too. Thank you again. Bye.